good fathers have learned how to prioritize their life, have learned how to prioritize their work. They have, and what you said earlier, Will, is growth. Like we've been through the growth process in order for us to get to a place to where we can see ourselves different. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Josh Ashford. Man, I got my big homie, Kev. How you doing, man? What's up, family? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here today, especially for this episode with my boy, Will. Yo, I love it, man. Yo, uh, P.S., y'all, we did try to get some better quality mics. Uh, We had (laughs) technical difficulties. So uh, probably in the next episode, probably the next, next, next episode, we'll have the mics for you. But... uh, we want to introduce our guest, man, Mr. Will Murphy, Mr. Uh, goal Setting, Prioritization, Mr. Uh, you Need to Do First Things First and Second Things Never. Will, how you doing, man? Man, I'm living large and feeling good. That's I love it. We taking a picture. We taking a picture. He took a picture. He took a picture. He took a picture. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I want to get this I get this document. So when it gets released, I can say I wasn't there. Right. <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know who that guy is in the middle. Yo, if you can't tell, y'all, we this is going to be a fun episode. We had some fun before we started getting on here um, and just laughing and cutting up. And you guys know that's what we do. But we also teach principles um, and things that you can actually take. But first things first, man, this podcast is brought to you by Teach Love Connect, the fatherhood brand for fathers, by fathers. You see me and Kev with the swag on all the time, fatherhood over everything. Yo, if you guys want to get the swag, if you want to look like us, go to TLCbrand.com. Uh, we've been here challenging the stereotypes that fathers are impatient, emotionally unavailable, um, and distant. Yo, get your swag, TLCbrand.com. Anyways, Will, why you look like that, man? God, I hope they're not saying that about us. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's, is that, that a study? Like, that's that what they say. Golly. That just starts you out in the hole. Emotionally. Especially us. And for y'all that's watching or listening in podcast land and can't see us, uh, we are of the darker complexion. Hey. Boy, just say you black. Oh, oh, wait, we keep to this round. What is that coming to me? Is my uncle cash? I'm cash. <laughs> <laughs> color, like, why are you whispering? Right. <laughs> that color all their life. All their life. I'm just saying. Anyways, y'all. Actually, I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, y'all, y'all like scared. Caramel, hold up. Caramel. Caramel, bruh. Yes, sir. So, I love it, man. I love it. I'm, man, we're not, we're not all business here. You got to have fun. It's all family. It's all good. But um, yeah, so here, here's the thing. And so for y'all that don't know, my wife and I are in the process of buying a new house. We're selling our house and buying another house. And so this podcast, we usually record on Tuesdays, right? But we had to switch some things up, and so we're actually recording this on Wednesday. My wife and I are in the car driving to go see this house, and I get an alert that kind of that it says, "Hey, podcast recording." So she's like, I, "I guess I'm going to see this by myself, right?" And so we flip around. I get back here, 
And and so what I want, what I'm talking, what I want to get into, y'all, is I want to talk about goal setting and prioritizing, because I I think a lot of times we start doing things, but we forget what's really what's number one at the moment. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and and number one at the moment is I made a commitment to this podcast. Kevin and I every week we do this 52. Uh, 52 weeks out of the year. And to Will, I don't want to disrespect his time, but my wife understands that. So that's another key nugget right there. My wife understands that. She knows the commitment I made. And so it wasn't no question about whether we need to turn around or not. So I really want to talk about like the first things first is uh, like, how do y'all get to that point of really just like making first things first? Mm. You feel me? Because yeah, I, I think that's, that's, that's the nugget right there. That's growth. It takes a lot of growth because it, it means being selfless mm. and it also means being humble. And mm. a lot of times when you first start out, man, you're like, this is my show, yeah. right? Am I in my name on everything? <laughs> so I run this, right? And then, then you have a, a daughter and you, you, know, you bring her into the world because I, I was right there, home plate. Come on, girl. <laughs> and I tell her every day, I'll take you out. But, you know, you bring them in this world and all of a sudden everything changes because, you know, my daughter, my daughter is just like, she did this artwork on the wall. Me and my wife, mm-hmm. you know, to get the artwork. we like, we want her artwork. And she's yeah. 10. But they change your life. And so mm-hmm. as you begin to understand what it takes to, to live with them, you either accept it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And you got, you know, you can, there's no middle ground on family. You know, if, if, if your family is crazy, then guess what? <laughs> you live <in> <laughs> yo, yo, but so that's that's talking about you know prioritizing your family, but I'm just talking about prioritizing on a on a grand scale because I I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole this conversation that just talking about you know prioritizing your family, but even at work, you know, you you get to the office, you're supposed to clock in at eight o'clock, you get there at nine fifty or you know at seven fifty nine, you're supposed to start working at eight. You get to the office at seven fifty seven. You got to turn your little computer on. You got to get your little coffee. You got to talk to Brenda about what happened with the kids last week. Next thing you know, it's eight thirty, and now you're behind. And so I, you you feel me? No, I can't. I can't live that life. Oh well. Let me raise my thing. All right. You did a podcast with a successful person. So people don't get to work on time. If you're successful, you're not getting to work on time. If you're getting to work on time, then you're going to have a hard time climbing. You know, mm-hmm. the successful ones start way before anybody gets there. The successful ones are at work when 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 the when the lights are coming on and it's still dark outside, and, and yeah. you got to have a flashlight to get into the door of the office. That's the, that's the successful, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been in the office three hours or more before the employees get there, right? And you've got all your priorities laid out. And by the time they get there, you're telling every person on your team what they need to do. That's the way life is. You got to figure out what is your anchor point and you got to start so that you have time. My, my best time of the day is the morning. Try waking up at 5 a.m. and hang out till about 9 and see how quiet and peaceful it is. Mm, yeah. You get yeah. the most done. Yeah. So you got to beat, you got to beat the ruckus. You got to beat the yeah. rat race. Yeah. So that's the priority. The priority is how do I beat the rat race so I can stand out from the crowd? Mm. Man, I, 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 I like that because it was like, it was, I think you had like, man, 
first of all, you're trying to be successful and being successful means being there early. So if you're trying to be successful, then you ain't really trying to uh, wait to be on time. You're trying to be there to be prepared, to be ready, to be engaged. To And I think I think a lot of us just aren't ready, prepared, engaged for life. Number one, like, how do we prioritize everything when we don't even wake up? Like, one of the things I'm working with my girl, with my, my baby girl, Kendall, with is like waking up with uh, attitude of purpose, like not waking up like, oh, I really don't feel like well, as soon as you start off with, I really don't feel like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like my two year old. I go in there, wake her up. I'm like, hey, Jocelyn, it's time to get up. I'm sleeping. First of all, <laughs> you're not sleeping because you're talking to me. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, my daughter, my daughter laughs. She's been laughing since she's about two years old. I made up this song to wake her up, right? Uh -huh. I roll in her room and I say, if you don't get up, I'm gonna sing this song until you get up. And she's like, no, daddy, don't sing the song. Please don't sing the song. I'm gonna sing the song. I'm gonna sing the song. And then and she doesn't get up. I'm like, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. If you're famous, and she's like, no, Dad, please stop me. Thank you. And uh, but that's that's been our ritual. I, 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 I should have posted that on IG. Yeah. Gotta it. And I need you to I need you to sing the song and I need you to post it on IG so we can yeah, all benefit and I can sing it with my daughter. You know what? I'm gonna do it just for you. I don't want no stories. I want it. On the grid. Everybody know the song. Look, you can title it. How to be mother. No, Dad. Hey, this is hilarious. And I'm going to post mine tonight so y'all can see it because I did that this morning. I recorded me waking Kendall up because, man, I've been doing it the same way for 12 years. Like, Yo, get up. Woo, take the uh I take the uh the bed sheet. Get up. I just want y'all to know that y'all foul and I don't condone any of this, uh, but I do condone all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think but I think that goes back to all prioritizing, right? Like, well, how do we wake up with a good attitude to have a good focus so that we can prioritize, prioritize everything in our life? Not just, you know, being a father, because we, I think I think the biggest disadvantage we have is being a father, because sometimes they overlook. Yeah. Elaborate right? that one. Listen, elaborate that one, because sometimes they overlook everything else that goes along to being a father. So not only am I being a father, but I'm also playing the role of a husband, but I'm also playing a role. And I think sometimes when you see good fathers, when I see Will, when I see Josh, when I see other uh, men out there, we don't put into account everything that it took to take the build this good father that you see. Like, and um, that's what I mean by the disadvantage is that Good fathers have learned how to prioritize their life, have learned how to prioritize their work. They have, and what you said earlier, Will, is growth. Like, we've been through the growth process in order for us to get to a place 
to where we can see ourselves different and see ourselves and see things that's important to us. But one of the questions I want to ask you, Will and uh, Josh, is how do you define success? Like, I think when well, we're talking about so here's the thing. I need you to pick when you, when you talk about success, I need you to pick in what lane are we talking about success? Are we talking about success in our marriage, success as parents, success in job? Because it all it all means something different. Um, so it's going to be a different definition for everything, for everyone. So, well, well I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Success is failing every day. Mm. Success is being comfortable with failing every day mm. because you're not going to be successful in every lane every day. So you have to get comfortable with failing. Right. You have to be comfortable with the fact, you know what, I forgot to do X or you know what, I didn't do that very well, because that's when you learn the most. So success mm. is being willing to learn how to be better. That's success. And no matter what area of your life you're in, when you're willing to learn how to be better. Touchdown! I got the inverted camera, so I go left, it goes right. You just gotta turn it. Yeah. 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 But, but, but that success is failure. It's, it's mm. learning how to fail, especially as a father. If you think that, you know, I remember I remember my daughter was like two, and everybody said, Oh, she's gonna go through the terrible twos. Mm. Not, you're not gonna be able to control her and did it. Mm. No problem. Lies. Yeah. Then they had another one, that means. When she turns five, she's not gonna listen to you. No problem. <laughs> so Man, I, I think no. It just you you if you if you're a bad parent, you're a bad parent. You're a bad parent. What I'm learning to do, Will, in this season, bro. Um, you know, my daughter is two. My youngest daughter, I got two daughters. The oldest one's two, the other one is six months. But what I'm really learning is, is to be in the moment mm. at all, at all times. Mm. And I, I, I recall vividly when my first daughter, when she was, man, I don't, <clears throat> I don't remember how old she was, but she was an infant. And I had to go to Walmart at three o'clock in the morning to get some sort of medicine for, for her, for my wife and things like that. And I remember driving and I was just thanking God for the opportunity to, to be a father even though I hate what I'm doing, like I don't want to go to Walmart at three o'clock in the morning, but I'm thankful for the opportunity to, to go to Walmart. And I think if we learn to be more grateful in the moments, we won't be talking about the terrible twos or, or the, the troublesome threes, because at the end of the day, a two year old is a two year old, bro. How are you going to get mad at a two year old for asking for candy when you went down the candy aisle? You feel me? Like how you how you gonna get mad at that's what a two year old supposed to do. They supposed to ask for kids. Five hundred dollars sweater. What do you do? You got a couple sweaters all over you. Like I'm in a restaurant. I got people on sweater. What do I do? Oh, you take it off. You move on and say, exactly, man. And, and I think if we're if we're more centered in these in the moment right now, man, I I think. Kind of how you said, like people are like, oh, she's terrible too. Oh, she's not gonna listen to you when you're five. Well, maybe she won't listen to the extent that you want to listen. You heard her listen because you and your feelings, and you don't understand that she don't process like you. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, bro. Where's my mic? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, 
That's, that's definitely true, man. And what I heard from both, I got two nuggets from both of y'all and fathers. I'm sharing this and who's ever listening. I'm sharing this. You got to be willing to fail. And then you have to be present. Like you have to be fully not in. I get on my young fathers about this because they're like, I got my baby son. And then they take a selfie and they got the joystick in their hand playing a video game and the baby sitting in one hand. Well, you're really not present because you're not you're holding your kid, but you're not engaging with your kid. And so for me, I got to fail and not be present today, y'all. I got to fail and not be present today. So Kendall is, of course, doing um, home learning, uh, long distance learning. So she's learning from home. But we also have <clears throat> excuse me. We also have an opportunity for her to do some the, uh, theater arts um, via Zoom from another organization. And so you know I said it again. You know who that is. My daughter would love that. Oh, bro. I, we need to connect. I got some other stuff for you. But but um, so she's doing theater and she's doing piano. But I wasn't fully present because I didn't remember the times and stuff to make sure she got on because I was preparing for this. I was, you know, doing what I had to do for this. And so I wasn't fully present. I was like, yo, I need you to sign on. It's four o'clock. But. I left. I was like, hey, do what you got to do. And then I'm gone. Um, and I failed because even in that process, we didn't make the connections that we needed to make. She wasn't present. She wasn't. So it was hard because and it's, it's difficult as a father because I'm here dealing with it. And my wife is not dealing with it. And she's like, well, why y'all didn't make it on? And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, I had other, like I'm dealing with her and I'm trying to deal with my stuff and I'm trying to be present and I'm trying to do the other things, but when we're going to fail, like we're going to fail as fathers and we grow as fathers. And I don't know about y'all. I think I've grown more as a man being a father and having those opportunities to fail with my kid. Um, Like I think I've grown more as an individual with that because of being able to fail and have grace. Like what I mean by having grace is Kendall, like we had a conversation on her way to dance about like, hey, this is what's going on with TCC. Like, this is what's going on with school. But, uh, oh, man, I, you know, whatever. It's all right. It's cool. What adjustments we got to make? Oh, bet. Like, it's one of those things where, and I think it's funny because when I think about older adults, we don't even get that much grace. We get, well, why you didn't do this? And why you didn't do that? And how you going to do this? And how you going to do that? So I got two great nuggets out of both of those. It's just like, man, we're going to fail. And in order to be successful, you have to be failing. Like I, one quote that I had, Will, was if you're not failing, you're not doing anything. So if you're not doing anything, how are you going to be successful? And if right. everything you're doing is great, man, your life is not IG. It's not uh, social media. You have things going on. So, yeah. And I think I think we spend too much time um, relishing in what we see others doing on social media. And I think that, you know, you have to you have to understand that the process of parenthood and family is spiritual. Yeah. It's the only way that as a as as humankind we can we can grow. Mm-hmm. We own, we grow through birth, we grow through life. Yeah. And so if we're not fostering the things that filter those things, then we're not gonna grow. And so if there's a piece of it to me, it's just spiritual. And you're blessed because you have a family. You're blessed mm-hmm. to have that family. And when you have a family and you're blessed, you got to do the right thing. <laughs> you got to do the right thing. So, so you know, for me, I pray for my daughter. I pray for my wife. I pray for my whole family. Man. I really pray for them because, you know, I don't understand everything that they talk to me about. 
and yeah. being present. I mean, my, my number one way to be present, I will tell you this, and I tell every dad, if you try to sit down with your family at least twice a week at a dinner table, mm. no, no video games, yeah. no phones, just eat and talk, it will change your life. Man, I, I'll tell you what, um, I learned that early on and it wasn't even when I had a family, like just being present yeah. and, and looking at how your relationships flourish and how things grow. Man, uh, after I graduated college, my friends and I, we would all, you know, we we young, we make a little bit of money, make a little bit of coins, a little bit of change or something. And so we, we would go out drinking, uh, but we would just kind of sit at the at our little table and we had this game that we played and everybody put your phone in the middle of the table face down. And the first person to touch their phone pays for everybody's drinks that night. Mm. So you can't oh see God. it. And so everybody, everybody's phone's on vibrate. So you don't know whose phone's ringing, but you can hear the phones going off. So the phones are sitting there and you can't see what's going on, but you just got to be present with the people in front of you, man. And yeah. you, you just, when you don't, when you're not looking, when you're not scrolling at IG, when you're not, you know, trying to find the next, you know, whatever thing on Pinterest or whatever. When you're just there with your family, you realize that like it's some things you probably should be talking about. Yeah. Or some things that you want to talk about or that you want to know. You learn things that you didn't even think you wanted to know. Like I just talk, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna put my business out there because you know, me and my wife, we today we were we were taking pictures for the uh for the house to get ready to sell. And so I was like, yo, what are we gonna do? And so we just went to a little little Mexican restaurant. We just sitting there having chips and queso, margaritas. Shout out to Shanti, the Mexican restaurant on Louisville. Y'all need to go there. They ain't paying me, but that's what I'm Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but no, so we were just sitting there. We were sitting there and we just put our phones down and, and we just we just had a conversation about things. You get busy as a father. You get busy as a husband. You get busy and you just, you don't, you don't want to neglect that relationship because I, I think the best gift that you can give your kids is a good marriage. I didn't say a perfect marriage. I said a good marriage. And so in order to have a good marriage, you got to have communication. You guys can't neglect that. And so I, I think if we just put our phones down, man, and like you said, we'll try at least, what, two times a week just to sit there with your family, whether you got infants or whether you got grown kids. If you got grown kids, they don't want to see with you anyways. But go ahead and just ask, hey, hey, hey I give you a little lunch money. Come, come sit down real quick. You know what I'm saying? The game's going to be that later on. I think the pandemic did for us. Mm. is, you know, before the pandemic, man, you could get in your car and you could be gone for hours. Who knows what kind of sec second lives people had, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, we went on quarantine and you saw all them little Shut things out. that was they start coming out. Yeah. And all the, you know, it, it's just like, you know, now there's a set of people who are treating people a certain way, doing certain things politically and all that. It's all coming out. Yeah. Because being exposed and what quarantine did was exposed your relationship. It made mm -hmm. you mess up. Okay, look, this is what I do to survive. And if you yeah. if you didn't mess up, it became obvious because they were able to see it. Yeah. You can't go hours without doing a thing. You, just, oh, you know, and now you're exposed. One whole year almost of being exposed directly to your family. More time than we. I think this is probably the most time families have ever spent together. Yeah. Since, yeah. since the days of cavemen, <laughs> and even Bro, they had it really has almost been a year. Yeah, like yeah, like it's it's really really almost been a whole year. Like I didn't had a whole kid 
during this time. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pre-COVID. That's pre-COVID. <laughs> your wife. Hey, if your wife is listening, I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, my wife don't watch this podcast, but my sister-in-law do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm gonna hear it. Whatever. Um, Love you. Let me ask. Let me ask you this, because we're talking about being present. We're talking about priorities and success. Being successful, Will. Man, I've known you for a minute, bro. I've known you to own companies. I've I mean, like you have a couple of companies. I've known you to work in the community. I've known you to do workshops, um, speaking engagements. Uh, being a father, being a husband, like, how do you develop goals as an entrepreneur, as a husband, and as a father? And then how does all of that kind of correlate into one another? Because the reason why I, I really wanted us to uh, speak with this subject as well is what, one thing that I'm noticing, COVID did change a lot of people's lives. And for a lot of people, they're jumping into entrepreneurship they're, you know, wanting to develop companies, jump into real estate. They, you know, you know it's it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hard, bro. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It is hard work. And I, I see people memorize it all the time. And I'm like, entrepreneurship is hard. I mean, I, I work for a firm that, you know, has hit multi-million dollar status from a, a woman who I respect dearly. And every day I see how hard she still works. Mm. I mean, at, at this level, literally, we write proposals every single day. Wow. And, and you know, so what people are calling entrepreneurship, you better be sure that's really entrepreneurship, that you can really feed your family and somebody else's family. Mm-hmm. Because that's what entrepreneurship really is, creating jobs and spaces. Yeah. So to answer your question, it starts out with quiet time. You got to take some time to yourself and say, you know what, God, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing with your life. And then once you find purpose, nothing can stop you. What I have is a deep purpose, a deep, deep, deep purpose, and a deep passion to create an ecosystem for people that will give them jobs, feed their families, um, give them the dreams that they've, you know, every dream you ever wanted. I want you to be able to live it because you're living in an ecosystem that supports everything you do. I have about mm-hmm. 10 friends. And I will tell you right now, they are the lifeblood of my success. Wow. Every single, I mean, like, like they've come for me at times and I was like, man, I didn't even know you were looking. Mm. And, and it wasn't necessarily that it was so bad. It's just you have to have something around you yeah. to help you stand up. You know, and so it's the quiet time. It's building the ecosystem around yourself that says, you know what, I'm going to get up and run. And there's people watching me on video. They think I'm. They think I'm trying to be a super like exercise guy, but really, it's my quiet time. Yeah. And I'm figuring it out, but I'm, I'm, you know, putting force against it. You know, really training hard because I was training to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's how I came up with that. That you were talking about earlier, the last big workshop thing I did. Yeah. You know, seven day elevate challenge. We give. We're gonna be cranking it back up soon. Yeah. You got to do those things that elevate. Tell, tell us a little bit about the seven day elevate challenge. Seven day elevate challenge, baby. I love it. That sounds like your wake up song. <laughs> the craziest thing I ever thought of because um, 
it literally was just getting people for seven days. I brought on some, I mean, really successful people that aren't all over the TV. Um, I brought a uh, number one salesperson in the world for Mary Kay. I brought my current CEO on who is incredible with core values and, and helping you understand how your core values play into your life. And those are things that help you with goals. I brought um, a top executive in the record industry who's worked with every single person you can name from Diddy to 50 Cent, you name it. And he came on and he was like, this is how I climbed the ladder. All, all executive level, um, um, you know, a woman in HR. I brought Dr. G on. And the reason why I did that was because I wanted to have seven days where people could see successful people that they don't see on TV. Mm. But they're still successful because there's millions of people who are really successful that you don't see. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand, what, what is that secret? So I gave them an opportunity to come on, watch them on, um, on Zoom, and then we had these little like VIP sessions. Nice. And the VIP sessions were off the chain because then you get to go in a private room with the speaker and ask them anything. Ask me anything. Wow. And so a lot of people really grew from it. I had, I had some people out on the West Coast that like, literally they just, their lives completely shifted. And I love doing that. Every time we get together and we put something like a speech or a message out there, it helps somebody change their life, man, because that's what's important. That's yeah. what's important. They put us here to leave a message behind everybody. Yeah. Man, 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 I, I I love what you're doing with that seven-day Elevate chain. Because I, I was watching it as it was going by, and I was like, dude, you got some, woo, you got some heavy hitters, bro. But um, um, but I love that, and I, this is what I heard. I heard you got to have quiet time. You need to, you need, we need to get away with ourselves. And I think the person who knows that mo- most is people who like fishing. Like, you yeah, you know what I mean? You are just out there by yourself. Get out there, get some quiet time. The other thing that I think is really important you said was purpose. And I think purpose is so big in what you said because it also relates to your family and your your the core values of your family and the core values of who you are and what you do. Because I think even for me, um, because I know my purpose, man. I mean, Will, ever since you know me, you're like, what you do? Yeah. Man, I love kids. I'm dealing with kids, man. I, I, you know, the kids, kids, kids and, and, and teenagers. But not only does that purpose live with me as an entrepreneur and as a business person and someone who's doing podcasts and things like that, it also resonates with my kid. My kid sees who I am as an individual, what, what I do, how I move, how I roll. And then my wife respects it. And I think... Yeah. It's because it's it's not just ever changing. I think sometimes what we fall as men is, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and it's not consistent with the purpose, and it doesn't fall in line with the purpose that we have. Because I think I think our purpose should have a common thread in everything that we're in. So yeah. it shouldn't be different from your wife and your your family and your kids. It shouldn't be different from, you know, I think it should be a fine thread and everything. So man, that quiet time purpose and that support, bro. I wanted to cry because what you described is something that I've always seen, but we, we, us black men don't do a whole lot of, um, or have access to circles or know how to develop circles where we can reach like literally reach up and yeah. get pulled up like i think we always hear you need to reach up you need to reach up but who i'm gonna reach up to like i came yeah. from the hood you know and i worked my way up 
through the ranks and I got, you know, my college education. But I think that is something that we need to start speaking on and start developing within our community is a true support. And I I really got to learn that with my sister and your sister, Dr. G, like just working yeah. with her through Cozy yeah. Combos, bro. Yeah. And like understanding like support. Like I remember we <laughs> we had a planning meeting and like I was knocked like smooth out. Like I was 20, 30 minutes late to the meeting and I'm walking in like, y'all. Right? But watch this. Hey, bro, maybe you needed that rest. Maybe you needed that time to, to relax and that's okay. But how you feeling? How you doing? How's the family? Okay, this is where we at. Let's get to work. Like, to me, it, it started changing my idea of what friendship, what support, what how we should be treating people in order to build people up truly and really. So, bro, man, like everything you said is definitely like on point as far as moving not only myself, but everybody towards success. Well, I think you need to read, too. We don't read enough. Yeah. You got to read. I mean, I, I, I at, the, at the height of my reading, I was reading four books a month. Okay. And if I couldn't read them, then I listened to them on audiobook. Y'all like, what? <laughs> so you do a combination of audiobook and reading, and you'll read more books than you've ever read in your entire life. Yeah. Your entire life. And, and listening to the words and reading the words, it just grows you. It teaches you a lot of things that you can't get from your, your surroundings. Now, I want to take a step back. And you said, you know, who do I reach up to? I'm going to tell you the most interesting thing in the world. Um, I have a friend and mentor. Her name is Gloria Mayfield Banks. Mm -hmm. Gloria Mayfield Banks. And she is the number one salesperson of Mary Kay in the world. World. I met her two years ago. And I have talked to her almost every day since the day I met her. Wow. When I met her, I was doing a photo shoot and just taking pictures. And she was like, oh, I like your lights. Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, you need some? So she's like, yeah, let me put, you know, get, we exchange information. Then she started, like, what are you doing? What do you do? The thing that's so interesting is we talk literally almost every single day. This is a woman that moves millions of dollars around the world daily. <laughs> millions. And she will take, I could, like right now I could text her and say, hey, I'm on a podcast. Where is it? She <laughs> wants to know, like, where is it? Where is yeah. it? I'm getting on. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's a truly successful people um, are not afraid to gauge with you. Just like you called me. Did I say, no, nah, man, I got to think about it. No. Nah, hey, whatever you need, bro. You know, if people hit me up. Whatever you need. You know, instead of saying, no, uh, I don't really know you. Like I was on I was on a business call with some guys the other day, man. I, it just it broke my heart. I was like, you know, I wanted to set them up with the opportunity to have a contract to do their business with multi-million dollar business opportunities, right? Yeah. yeah. I get on the call and the guy's like, well, man, how can we trust you? And I was just blown. I was like, how can you trust me? Like, number one, if you don't trust me, you don't trust yourself. Oh, bro, I think that's a totally different podcast. You got like, to start there. You got to start with coming with some real, okay? The world needs to change. Especially for black men. I'm sorry. If a black man can't trust another black man, there's something wrong with the black man. Man, right? come on. Right there. You gotta fix that. Because you're never gonna be a community if you can't help each other. If I see you struggling and I'm just gonna sit there and let you continue to struggle, oh yeah, I'm gonna continue, I'm gonna let him struggle, man. He need to go through it. Nah. No. Nah. No, I have a homeboy. I, this is a true story. I ain't say his name, say nothing about him. My homeboy <laughs> was, he was driving Uber. 
And he was like, man, I, I don't know if I'm getting this. I don't know if I'm getting this. I logged on to Uber and said, man, I'm a challenge. Mm. For six months. I was like, okay, I, I'll drive. That was fun. But, you know, it was actually kind of fun. I was like, <laughs> By the sixth month, he was making enough per day to have a six-figure salary. Wow. Before the pandemic, he was making enough. And it was because I, I was like, man, well, are you doing this? Why are you doing that? He, I studied it with him to make him better. Mm-hmm. So you got to get some people around you that will study with you so y'all can be better. I got a homeboy. He's a senior executive. He's like, man, I just want to learn how to speak. You know, that's my lane. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's like, yeah, man. Three months later, he was speaking in front of the top executives at a conference in Chicago. Wow. Because we just talked. We, we, we yeah. didn't get to work. So what I, if you don't learn anything else from me in this podcast, what I will tell you is 2021 is about retooling your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to the ways of the world, be transformed by the renewing of oh. your mind. You've got to start, stop this graveyard thinking and do something different. Black men, I love seeing you in a suit, but I need you to work together, create jobs for each other, create an economy for each other's family, to pick up my kid. I got family members that are like, yo, man, your daughter needs somewhere to stay tonight so you can have a night alone with your wife. Just let us know. Come on, man. Come on, bro. I ain't got a bag. I... Hey, we going on a date. Oh, y'all got date night? Okay, bring her over here. That's what That's I'm talking, what talking about. about. Yeah. That's the hey, call. Josh. hey, Josh, you could you could you could drop them off, bro, but you just Yo, gotta come look, to listen, listen, I, I mean you gotta come I was like, look, they gotta start paying for this because after this mark, we're we gonna have to start sending invoices. Because <laughs> I don't we don't, they don't look, you know what? Like that will. Let's shut it down. I'm about, I ain't even gonna say no outro. We're the off button on this thing. <laughs> hey, y'all said y'all wanted to have a good time. Y'all wanted to have a good time. Here it is. Hey, but you know, go ahead, Kevin. Like, I heard this too, and this is just recently that I heard this was you need to enter men, black men need to enter the relationship already giving respect, not t- trying to earn respect. Like you, you have to start walking into the relationship. Like you can lose the respect, but why are you trying to give some? Why are you trying to make somebody earn respect that you don't know? Like you don't know anything about that person, so you should try to walk into the relationship already walking in with respect. And if they lose the respect, bet. But you can't get in there like, man, you got to earn my respect. You because yeah. then you shutting down and you're not even. That's that hood mentality that we can't have. Yeah. That's a, that's all, man, because we talked about that with KP. We talked about men and their emotions and where we come from. And, and mm, yeah. Yeah. The other thing is mentorship. Um, I have a lot of young men that, you know, at least six times a year, they're going to get a lunch out of me. They're going to get dinner out of me. I got a young man. He just graduated from Morehouse. From the day he was in high school to all the way through college, we had lunches whenever he came home, dinner, whatever he needed, and he's now finished. And we have we have real conversations. We had, we had his first breakup in college. Call me. Man, we all know what to do. You know, this relationship's getting away in my study. Da, 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 da. Hey, man, you, came, you went to school to get a great education. Yeah. Make it happen. And he graduated magna cum laude wow. at Morehouse College. Mm. And that had nothing to do with me. It's all him. Yep. But mentorship 
helped him stay focused because he didn't have, he had somebody to ask that question. When I was in college, man, I had nobody to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I had to figure it out. Like, I had to figure it out. So men, mentor, 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 help each other, man. Stop, yeah. stop getting in your Porsche and going, yo, man, this is my Porsche. It's everybody's Porsche. Who cares yeah. about Porsche? I want some fried chicken. <laughs> you know, just sit down with a good meal. Look, and, and, and when, you, when you talk about mentorship, man, I, I really think about, look, God is good. If y'all don't believe in God, that's y'all fault. But God is good. Um, one, of, one of my church members, she does this every every month. We read a certain book. We read one chapter a day in the Bible. And we just if we if it's if it's not 31 chapters, we just keep going around. So right now we're in Ecclesiastics and. Ecclesiastes one and two, man. I had never like really just sat there and focused on it, and, and it's just so it's eye opening because the whole the whole chapter is basically talking about how everything is meaningless and like everything. So when we talk about you know that's my portion, it's like yo that is meaningless. And I think back to the time when I was a child, sister uh, sister Tillman, sister Thompson, sister Jackson. I don't know if y'all watching, but uh, I know they out there. We on social media land. They used to always tell me only what you do for Christ will last. And it's so crazy that it's all coming full circle as I was a kid, as I am now. Everything is meaningless that you're not doing for Christ. Yeah, yeah. it's cool to have a Porsche, but that, well, that's not why we're here. Yo, get the Porsche, help somebody else get a Porsche too. Like, other than that, it's all, it's all mean. We all got to die. So it ain't no point in you flaunting it and, and looking good. And first of all, and second of all, and third of all, and fourth of all, who cares? I'm, I just first, second, third, and fourth. See, this comes from you going in the club doing this. <laughs> hey, yo, but we we got to get out of here, man. I got to go see a house. Hey, guys, I I nine it. minutes. I'm going to be late, but that's fine. Um, Will, you got parting words for us, man. You gave us some great nuggets, man. You talked about the mentorship. You talked about having your quiet time. Um, but do you have one other thing that you want to impart to the dads out there, man? Man, for the next 10 years of my life, the words you're going to hear from me are ecosystem. Building something around you that helps you grow. And yeah. for every man, I want you to be courageous. I want you to take care of your family. Take care of your family. No matter what kind of work you got to do, no matter how late you have to get up, no matter how early, even if they ask you to do something in the middle of the night, you get up and you do it because you're never going to get that chance again. My daughter's 10 now. I can still remember when she was two years old, man. And that memory is there because I did what I had to do to be there for my family. And I will always do that. And so, bros, I am the one that's going to encourage you to do the right thing. Do the right thing. Work hard. Create more families. And our community will grow. That's the ecosystem. I love it, man. Create more families. I thought you were stopping at create more families. I was like... You're just telling people to get busy. That's how we love. Kev, what you got for the people, man? Oh, man, you know, just like every uh, week, man, just every fella, listen, if nobody ever told you, I love you, I appreciate you guys, man, listen to the nuggets on this podcast, make sure you be present, like, I think that's one of the biggest nuggets that resonated with me is be present, but only be present for yourself, be present for your wife, be present for your kid, and be present for your career, and like always, man, hit me up at the mentor uh, at the mentor coach um, on IG and anywhere else, listen, if you're looking for a mentor, fathers, if you're looking for a mentor, hit me up. 
Um, we're getting ready to, we have a dad on purpose group that we, we have sitting on a side that we're getting ready to launch um, and, and really push behind that because that's what we're hearing. We're hearing that fathers want to get better and they want to, uh, some coaches, they want some help behind that. So uh, we're going to make sure that we deliver that for you guys. Um, but I love each and every one of you. Be safe. Yo, man, I, I appreciate you guys. Episode 10. This is episode 10, man. We, we just getting started. We, we just getting started. But uh, if y'all still rocking with us, man, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give us some comments, share with your friends, share with three people, one, two, three. Share with three people uh, so we can grow together because there's some really, there's some people out there that need to hear what we're talking about. Um, and so we just appreciate you guys rocking with us and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Take care. Peace.